Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. If you guys lose me during this segment, it's because uh, I'm seeing more pictures of Fletcher's blouse from the Super Bowl. No, no chill Gill said the picture. And my, the look on Michael Strahan's face. <laughs> He's like, what the hell you got on, dog, for real? I just love the idea that he's that Fletcher's going to lose his, his matchup in our bracket because of this outfit. Wait a minute. And then he had like a little like a little thing you tied on to the side, like a little like a little snap piece. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, he looks like he's going to church. <laughs> he's all dressed for church. <laughs> he got on a $100,000 chain. <laughs> he got on a, bra- a $100,000 chain at least with a blouse. Like, come on, the last on. picture of Fletcher as an Eagle. That's it right there. 215-592-9494. That one. It, it's, I wasn't ready for that to be thrown in the equation of this bracket, but but we did it. We, we threw it in the equation. I think we lost you here. All right, look, before we get back to the phone lines, are you good? <laughs> we think. All right. I can't see that. I just can't unsee that now. That's, that's the problem. Once you see the picture, you can't unsee it. All right, before we get back to the phones here, all your phone calls, if you can only have one free agent back, Chauncey Garner-Johnson is my pick. He went with Javon Hargrave. I'm assuming because Javon did not wear the same blouse. He did not wear a blouse. Yeah, Javon. so that's why you went with him. All right, let's throw this in because we saw it yesterday, and it certainly is interesting as the names of um, you know really star big-name running backs available this offseason, it's adding up. We talked about you know Ezekiel Elliott potentially getting cut, Miles Sanders is a free agent, Josh Jacobs got the tag, I believe, yesterday from the Raiders, but there's, a, there's one name out there now you that um that is bigger than all so report yesterday the titans are shopping derrick henry Ooh. and how about this we post this at sports radio wip yesterday uh one one site that makes odds put the eagles as the favorite if derrick henry's not a titan next year the titans are the favorite they're plus 250 but if he's not a titan the eagles are the favorite of four to one to be derrick henry's next team you douglas when i say derrick henry eagles your reaction is no Round peg, square hole. I like Derrick Henry. Like I liked him for what he was at at Tennessee, because you know Steele's daddy, Ryan Tannehill, got a son named Steele, <laughs> so I call him Steele's daddy. Uh, he's not a good quarterback. He's not, and you needed something to buffer the fact that he wasn't a good quarterback. That's what Derrick Henry yep. was. Derrick Henry got like. Derrick Henry probably got like 2,000 carries in seven years or something crazy I think like he, that. I, we, when we looked it up last week, I think he, or it was, that was Zeke. But yes, you're right. He has 1,750 carries in the league already. Yeah, he, 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 he's carried the ball a lot. Derrick Henry was 29 years old, and last year he got off to a little bit of a slow start. Now still had a good year, had like, what, 1,500 yards or something like that. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of tread on those tires there. And, and, and if you have a running back like Derrick Henry back there, you're going to have to feed the beast, man. I, I want Jalen to grow as a quarterback. I want him to be more of I, – I, I want to get a running back, but not that running back because he's care, He's going to have to get a lot of carries, man. He's going to carry the ball a lot. Well, that's that's the truth with him, right? He's not a guy you give the ball to a couple times a game. He's a volume back. Now, typically I'm not interested in veteran running backs. Like I just I, I think what Hughes said there is the truth. The tread comes off the tires. They're about to fall off. You, do, you don't want to get the running back before the whole thing falls apart. But he is an outlier. There's something about Derrick Henry. Like he's an – He's just different than almost every running back I've ever seen. Yeah, he's, he's a phenomenal dude. His work ethic is man. bananas. I thought last year was going to be the year that Me he too. fell off, and he did not. But you know it's coming. Like I we've know. seen, like listen, we've seen this before. Derek Alexander, Sean yeah. Alexander, yeah. I should say, Sean Alexander, Eddie George. We've seen this. Stephen Jackson. Like these guys were monsters coming out of the backfield, and then it was like the the one I remember, Sean Alexander, from Seattle. 
he was like he had signed a big deal, like the year before he just fell off the cliff, fell off the cliff. It happens fast. It happens, man. It it happens, and and that's why those high volume backs. When they when you're 29 years old and they're talking about trading you, they know what time it is because yeah. you carry the ball a lot. Well, they know him better than anybody. They've seen it. Two one five five nine two nine four nine four. So I I would be interested in this. Now let me let me say it this way: I'm not trading any sort of significant draft pick for Derrick Henry. I mean, there's just no way I would do that for a running back, almost any running back, but certainly one that's 29 with a lot of trend tires. But I'm interested for a couple reasons. One, I do think he's an outlier, and I think diff- you know special athletes they may have a longer runway than others. And the other thing, you is I don't know if he ever played behind a great offensive line. In, in, in Or you said not a good quarterback. And I never thought the Titans' offensive line was very good. You put him here behind this offensive line with Jalen, those holes are going to be so big. Is he Adrian Peters special? He's that's pr- a long pause. I know. <laughs> that's a long. He's probably the best about. back to come in the league in terms of like. No, surprisingly yeah. so. Surpri- for where he was since drafted. Peterson, yeah, yeah, like surprisingly so. Like a, a, a monster. And we've all seen him beasting, beasting runners. You're like in order for him to fit to me, you're gonna have to. Um, he's gonna be running back by committee. I don't think he operates well in that situation because he's used to being the bell cow. But I mean, the last few he had, he's led the league in carries three of the last four years, and the only time he didn't, he got hurt two years yeah. ago. So, so the last four, last three full seasons, he's led the league in carries. You got to be a guy. I, I think that in order for him to have success and for you to get more bang for your buck or or, or feel like you've it, it was a good deal. You got to give him the ball at least 30, 40 times a game. Yeah, and, and, and the that's Eagles not our do offense. That. That's no, not our offense. They wouldn't do that. I guess I just think about the upside of it. Like, you know, what, even if it's 12 to 15, 8 to 16 carries, he would. I, I am worried about Jalen Hurts taking too many hits. That's right? not enough carries to get him going. Yeah, you're probably right. And I, I understand your point, but it would help Hurts. It would take the pressure off of Hurts running, and I think that could help keep him healthier. But yeah, I look at it like this, too, Joe. You need a running back back there that's dynamic in the passing game. You need to probably. You need somebody that can go between the tackles, but also, you know, be an outlet sure. outlet player. Like when I say outlet, you know, Passing dink him. and dunk. Like, like yeah, dink and dunk. Because I remember Andy Reid used to get a, a, a whole lot of grief because early on, Deuce was our running back, but Deuce caught the ball out the backfield mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. because Deuce Buddy Lee had that skill. And that to Big Red was just like a running play. So, so you need a running back, to me, that dynamic, that's going to help him – Evolve the running game and, and and also be a safety valve for him in case he gets in trouble. If he wants to throw the ball down the field a little bit. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Would you be interested in the Eagles trading for Derrick Henry? He's available. One side has put the Eagles as the favorite if he doesn't stay with the Titans to go there. The Titans are shopping him. I'm interested. Now I'm I'm only giving up a mid to late round pick. I'm not trading a lot for Derrick Henry at ten million dollars and he's you know he's twenty nine years old. But I just think about the upside of taking pressure off of Hurts behind this offensive line. Boy, I, I mean, those two. Imagine a read option. Like, who are you choosing to 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 throw your resources at? Jalen Hurts or Derek Henry? It would be, it'd be fun to watch. Doug is up here on WIP. What's up, Doug? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't make the trade for for Derek Henry. I just don't think he fits our scheme at all. Um, but I would, uh, I would keep Charles uh, Garner Johnson. I would. Uh, I think he plays every down. Hargrave doesn't play every down. He's young, um, and unlike a caller earlier who said he doesn't tackle. He's the only one who made a tackle in the Super Bowl. I mean, he smashed that dude. I think if we uh, if we keep him, uh, draft a cornerback high, and uh, even if we let trade uh, Slay and bring in somebody, uh, a vet, 
I think we'd be in pretty good shape. Yeah, Doug, one thing you said there's interesting about the, the snaps, right? Because we talk about what positions teams value, what positions the Eagles value, and they, they typically pay way more money to the defensive linemen compared to safeties. But you're right. Chauncey Garner-Johnson plays, you know, 95 to 100% of the snaps in games. Meanwhile, their defensive linemen, although they value them more, they rotate those guys. Now, what do you think uh, it would take to bring Brandon Graham back out? I mean, he's not a starter anymore. I mean, he's a rot- rotational player. He's he's Chris Long at this point, which I'd love to have him back. But what, what's he going to get on the open market? He's See, not that, a that's a good question. I, from what I've been reading, I don't know how hard they're courting him, but I was telling Joe this morning, if, if uh, Brandon Graham visits Cleveland, I don't think Cleveland is going to try to let him leave. So they're going to throw, as, as within reason, they're going to throw a lot of money at him. And, and then, listen, if I'm, if I'm the Cleveland Browns, after I sign Big Creepy, I want a character guy on my squad. Like, I would like <laughs> – like, his character to me is worth about 2 to $3 million. Like, so I would want a guy on that. So I wouldn't let him leave Cleveland. So he's probably going to get a nice little piece of cheese from Cleveland if, they, if, if, they, if they're thinking about him in that aspect. But, I mean, he's, how much of a leader can he be when he's never been on the team? Man, listen, they, they need – they need something. They yeah. took. Have you had? Did you see some of the the uh, tailgates that those Cleveland Brown fans had? They were oh, they I, were embarrassing. Yeah, they were I, they I were agree embarrassing. With you, but I agree with you. But if he comes to a team and he's not a starter, how much of an impact can well, he have? Well, Doug, as a it's a great question. But I, I also wonder is is he more of a star? Doug, we appreciate it. Like here, he doesn't get that many snaps because he has sweat on one side and they have Reddick on the other. Right? They they have younger impact players. If he goes to Cleveland. Here, they're not going to sign him to play 20% of the snaps. Maybe they bumped that to 50. I know he's Maybe. older. Yeah, and, and you know, Miles Garrett over there, man. They're probably going to put, a, put him on the side of Miles and let them do some things over that way. Uh, th- to his point, I think it's more so, I think that if you're, if you're courting Brandon like that, you know how many snaps he played. I don't think you would take a risk and, and try to give him more snaps. So he'll, you just have to put a dollar amount on that. I don't know how teams evaluate him because if you if you if you just say to me there's a, a guy out there that had 11 sacks last year I'd say wow I mean he should get a lot of money at 11 sacks but then you think about it he only played 25 30 percent of the snaps and I think he was his stats were elevated by playing with all these other good defensive linemen so I I don't know how much he gets I actually think he might be the most difficult contract number to guess for the Eagles. The rest of these guys, I think we kind of guess how this is going to go, right? Hargrave's going to get about $20 million, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson 15 or 16 I, I don't know. you. If you tell me right now that, that Brandon Graham gets $9, $10 million to go play for the Browns per season, I wouldn't be shocked, but I also wouldn't be shocked if he only gets seven. I mean, he's older. Yeah, he's a little older, but still, that I, I look at $7 million, that's a still good payday. Sure. For, for, for a guy that's been playing as long as Brandon Graham has been paying. I mean, playing and that's probably more so than you would ever get from here. It, I, I actually think the Eagles probably are – like if you told me a year ago how much his next contract would be for, right? He was coming off the Achilles. I would have said, I don't know, a million, two million if he wants to play one more time, one more year. But now, I mean, Kyle, he had a, I mean, 11 sacks. There's no way he's going to take a very small vet minimum kind of contract. No, I can't imagine. You rarely see a guy like that kind of output from a guy who's rushing from the interior. I don't know, though. I mean, you could also make the argument that he's been he was surrounded by – other really good players mm-hmm. in Hassan Reddick, you know, yeah, guys that, like that. It's all of that, but again, when you, to me, when you're courting Brandon Graham, you're courting Brandon Graham, the character guy. Like you're paying for that. the leader. Yeah, you're, yes. you're you're courting Brandon Graham, the leader in that locker room. That's what you're doing. Now, the snaps and things like that. Come on, Jim. You you got to know he's an older player, and you have to. I could see him going there, and there be days where you know Brandon probably won't practice. They're going to take care of him. They yeah. have to. 
and just play on game day. But you're courting the leader that Brandon Graham is. You're courting the fact that Brandon Graham has a Super Bowl ring. And you're courting certainty. Like, Jim Schwartz knows what he's getting, right? Yeah. Like, he knows yeah. what that guy does, how he works, how he plays. Dennis in East Falls. What's up, Dennis? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's going on? Hey, Dennis. What are you thinking? All right. So, I'm here to make the case for Derrick Henry to come to Philadelphia. Oh, let's hear it. Let, I'm, I'm all ears, Dennis. I'm interested. All right, so let's rewind back to 2003. There was a guy by the name of Corey Dillon. Remember him, Hugh? Yes. Yeah, that went to right. play for the Patriots. Good player. All right, so they, they trade. So he was 29 years old when they traded him from Cincinnati to the Patriots. The Patriots gave up a second-round pick. All right, Corey Dillon played for the Patriots for the next three years. Those three years, he had over 3,500 yards and over 40 touchdowns in that window of time. If you could tell me tomorrow that we could give up a second round or even the last first-round pick of the draft to go get Derrick Henry and give us 3,500 yards and 40-plus touchdowns over the next three years, I'm signing up. So, to, but, Dennis, to go to you're, – you're, 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 comparing, you're comparing two different styles of running back. You are, because Corey Dillon was a huge factor in the passing game when it came to the Patriots running, running, running attack. He ran the ball a lot, but he was a he was more of a factor in the passing game. Derrick Henry Derrick is Henry a four hundred yards receiving. Life. Derrick Henry is a hammer though that carries the ball yeah. at least twenty five to thirty times a game. You you would have to give him. That means that the running back by committee thing that we have going on here that's non existent. You, no, that's true. It would be. It would be. I would say eighty percent or ninety percent Henry, and then like a little bit of Gainwell, like yeah. a little bit. Dennis, I, I I think the comparison's interesting because you're it, sometimes outliers we, we we forget about them right like the most running backs are done by twenty nine thirty but once in a while whether it be Corey Dillon or you know maybe Derrick Henry they're not sometimes they're outliers. Could Derrick Henry be the outlier at six no. foot four two hundred and sixty five? He could be a four four forty. He could I be. I'd like to wager on that one. He could <laughs> be, but I look at it like this again: in order to get what you need from 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 a Derrick Henry, you have to give him the ball at least twenty five to thirty times a game. That's not what we do. That's not what the Eagles are. They're trying to. They're they're more of a vertical pass. You just pay AJ Brown and the, you got Devontae Smith, who's going to get this a contract a, a year from this now. This is a vertical yeah. passing team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee Titans are a running team. Like they run first. Like Derrick Henry was the fo- Like you put eight in the box and try to stop him. You bring him here. You're like and what you're going to have to pay him. To me, it doesn't make any sense to do that. So if you look at the offense that he ran in, in college, his first two years there, right? I mean, Derrick Henry was not the sole guy the first three years in Tennessee. He was not the, first, he was not the main guy the first two years at Alabama. Right? Hey, do you know, that, like, Alabama is running back you. They keep a they they keep a they keep a bail cow down there. It would have to be Dennis, and we appreciate your call. And I I think it's interesting, but it would have to be a transition for everyone. Yeah, right? he, I mean, because he's it, you're right. He's not getting 25 carries a game here. They're a passing team. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where I hear what you're saying, but you're talking about fundamentally changing your offensive philosophy, and now the receiver AJ Brown that you just paid a whole lot of money to, there's not that many catch. There there might not be. As, as many footballs go around if you got Dave Henry toting the rock 25 to 30 times a Well, game. there wouldn't be. No, I, I think he, 
in order to make it work, he'd have to conform more to the, what the Eagles do than the other way around, and, and that would impact how much they were willing to, to give for him. I'm not giving up a big pick, but if he's available, which it seems like he is, I w- I'd be interested. 215-592-9494. One other thing that I think is, is kind of interesting about the, the Henry discussion, you, we talked about the defense yesterday, right? You, you said, and I agree with you, the offense could have to carry the day next season, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, one way to help a defense, especially like maybe a young defense, is stay on the field. Right, like time of possession, like all of that. Yeah, score. Obviously, Drives, score. long, sustained drive. Well, that would help with a good running game, which they should have a good running game anyway. But the, I think it needs to be balanced, though. You you have to have a little bit. Like Derek Henry, to me, is is the tip of the spear. Like he's a guy that you put him in the backfield, then it's one of those things where, like I said, in order to get him going, you're you're probably gonna have to get him twenty five or thirty carries a game. That's 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 just how it is. And that might your your passing game might suffer because of that. Yeah, I mean, looking at his games last year, I think ten of his games at least twenty carries, and he missed one. And then the the ones where he had less, they were getting blown out. So like they had to throw the ball. Like yeah. when the, when the games were close, he was almost Man, always he's a, he's a monster though. The way he just be disrespecting DBs and they be making business decisions. When he gets past that first level, <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. It is. Baby. I mean, those guys are scared. Like <laughs> yeah. they don't they don't want to tackle here this he guy. Come. Oh my gosh, here he comes! I'm yeah. out. Rasheem's in North Philly. What's up, Rasheem? <laughs> Rasheem, what's going on, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? How you guys doing? What's good. going on, man? How you doing? Good, 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 good. I'll take uh, CJ DJ back just because I think he's been the best playmaker, you know, secondary guy we had. I think since something Samuel, yes, Darius Slee is a lockdown corner, but as far as being able to play the football, and he plays multiple positions, we all know Avante Maddox get hurt every year, and for him to have the ability to be an elite nickel cornerback and to be an ascending elite and we also he was in a, the runners for Marcus Williams, and he was willing to give up about what, like, like almost matched the Ravens contract that uh, that he received. So you know, I want to see the DJ back. I want to mind having Hargrave back, but I also think that I think everybody benefited from each other on the defensive line. Like I think the defensive line made everybody look better. But this, uh, you know, for Hargrave, uh, uh, Brandon Graham, and Fletcher Cox. So so. I won't mind bringing him back, but I'm not willing to give Hargrave $20 million a year at the age of 29. That's kind of like – I might do like 15, 14, but $20 million a year is, you know, it's kind of hard for me to – Yeah, uh, Rasheem, you and I are on the same page here. It's, it's almost like they're bought – you know, you, the buy buy low, sell high thing. Well, yeah. they bought low on – they bought they bought low on Hargrave three years ago, and it was a great buy, but now they're buying at the highest point, right? 20, 20 million is a lot for a 30-year-old defensive tackle. Right, and I don't know, like, where does Darius Slay hate like like comes from, and and and, and, that's, and this is something that, that I can't stand. Like, I'm hearing people say trade Darius Slay minus the contract or, or whatever else people may think of this man. He is a way better player than uh, Bradbury. It's not. Because, I don't know about that. I don't. Know, well, you, Rasheem, right, you might not know. About wait a second. Why? Why I'm did why, why did one guy? Why, why, why did one guy make All Pro? The other guy didn't. What is it? so? You're trying to tell me that Burberry is a better player than Darius Slay? Well, I look at it like, like Rasheem. I look at it like this because I I haven't been here that long, so I I, I have to have a different perspective because I haven't seen right. these guys play as much as you have. But right, if the Eagles are looking to potentially move on from these guys, to me that right. says they didn't grade out as high as they thought they did. Like oh, no, it, no 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 no. Absolutely, absolutely. But but my thing is the backlash and and, and then almost like. The, you know, 
almost like the comments that Darius say is getting lately is, is, is all negative. Like, like he's not a great player. Even the price tag that he's at right now, which is, I think, what, like, like 16, 17 million mm-hmm. uh, uh, yeah. for the year. Yeah, he, he, he is a, he's a very good player. He's no, not, he's yeah, not no. a great, he's not a great player. He's not a great player. But not great. No, 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 no. He's a great, mm. he's a great player. Like, I'm sorry. No. He's a great player right now. As far as the NFL, he's a great cornerback. If you lose Darius Slate, we're going to go back to the, to the Fletchers and, 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 and then Kerry Williams of that nature. I don't want to see that no more. And it's, it's almost the same thing if you lose uh, CJ GJ. You don't have no backup plan for that. What are you going to see? Well, that's uh, why I want to uh, keep it. That's why I want to. Well, hold on, hold on. That, that's why I want to keep CJ GJ. I, I, I just. Rasheen Ryan. He's fired up. We just. We gotta be we gotta you know, be stricter graders with the great word. Darrell Revis was a great corner. Jalen Ramsey was a great corner before you know a couple of years ago. Darius Slay's not great. Come I, I on, Rasheed. I respect the fact that he's yeah, right. Yeah, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you see what he did to the to 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 uh to, to Justin Jefferson on Monday Night Football? Yeah, I saw he it. He dominated yeah. that man. And, 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 and then you know uh, James Bradbury get all this praise, but 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 uh but the Forty ers Went right after him. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs went right after him. The Niners you know, went after him. Rasheem, they completed like yeah. two passes the entire game. What are we talking about? They don't even throw in the second half. They don't have to go after anybody. They have a quarterback. I mean, listen, speaking of Slay, we got we got to play something for you. Slay had to say here. 215-592-9494. All your phone calls coming up. We'll get to the Derrick Henry stuff. Do you want the Eagles to pursue a trade? They are the favorites, according to one sports book, one, uh, one bookmaker, to land Henry if he's traded from the Titans. I'm interested at a small price. Use out on the idea. No. And then we debate the number one free agent for the Eagles to bring back. 215-592-9494. We'll reveal the next matchup on our bracket. Also, Slay, as he was just – that that had to be his – was that his agent? Was is is Rasheem the agent for Darius Slay? I don't know, but I like the fact that he rides for his player. Though. He that's does. His quarter, that's his cornerback. That's his guy. Darius Slay appeared on a podcast today. He had some interesting things to say about Jonathan Gannon, leaving for Arizona, and – his future as an eagle, all coming up. 215-592-9494 on Sports Radio 94 WIP. They got a great coach, man. They got a guy that's going to like be a lot of energy, man. He'll bring a lot of energy. One thing about him, he's never like down. He's going to stay the same person every day. He's a good dude, man. And uh, we have been a DB too. So me and got along very well. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. You know, he deserves it, man. A lot of people was talking bad about him in Philly because, you know, uh, they ain't like how he was running his defense, but, you know, his defense turned out to be the second best in the league, number one pass defense. Uh, but they got a good dude in hands, man. I'm looking forward to see how he do it with uh, Arizona, man. You know, I wish he would stay, but uh, I know every coach want to be a head coach. I wish he would have stayed. Finally, someone said it. Welcome back to WIP Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Giglio, 215-592-9494. We'll talk to Howard Eskin coming up at noon. All your phone calls here on free agents. And, of course, of, of course, uh, the running back situation. Would you trade for... For, uh, for Derrick Henry, but how about that, you? Uh, Darius Slay in a podcast talking about uh, Gannon, Jonathan Gannon here. He actually said some nice things about him. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, because I was trying to remember, and I, I did the buttons wrong. Uh, I was trying to think, well, didn't he throw some shade at him at one time before? Was it Gannon he threw shade at I think he threw some shade at I him I know he threw, he threw Josiah Scott under the bus. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, because I was trying to, I was trying to figure it out. Gardner Johnson threw the shade. Okay, yes. he threw the shade. I, yeah, that I, was what I was trying him, to say to him. Because it was a whole bunch of DB. Yeah, <laughs> a lot I, of I shade. Did but yes. hold up, because you, you did like I cut it off and you cut it. You well, yeah, and then back. I accidentally went in Joe's ear. It was a whole, it was a whole mess coming back. So right? yeah, I, I couldn't tell. Hey, it. that's our first mess up in like what that's three right. weeks. Though. Yeah, so to, to bring people inside, we have I, we have these buttons here. Right, we turn our mic on and off, and then we have a button that like I could turn my mic off and just talk to Kyle, so no one hears it but Kyle. 
So I, I noticed you was talking. I didn't hear him. So I just thought you didn't have your mic on. I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep talking until he puts his mic on. Dirty laundry, man. Yeah. No. And I'm looking at you like, why is he looking at me like that? <laughs> it's all good, though. I'm happy, though. He actually said something nice about Jonathan Gannon. Not everyone thinks the guy's a moron. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where there's a there's so much that has been said over the last couple Sheesh. of weeks. It's it's kind of hard to keep track of what who's saying what. Well, I heard this morning they were talking about the culture of the team since the Super Bowl loss. The camera was worried about all this stuff, right? We kind of yeah. talked about it yesterday with the the coaching situation, Denard Wilson. Um, but they were going through the timeline of it, and you're right. It's been like it's only been a few weeks, and it feels like it's been a lot of stuff going Man, on around here. A, it's been a lot of stuff going on, and so it's kind of hard. Like when you listen to so many things being said. And 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 uh, big play Slay. He's been on a lot of podcasts. He's been doing a lot of podcasting, mm. talking. It's kind of hard to keep up and 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 keep in line with everybody's saying because everybody's saying a lot. This is a lot of chirping. You know, it's funny because we talk bad about the San Francisco 49ers and all the chirping they were doing. We're doing a lot of chirping, but a it's the, it's the social media area uh, era. I get it, and that's what people do. Yeah, and I think with Slay, he's also. I, my guess is he's starting. He's to, trying to be media savvy. Yeah, he's I getting, get it, I, I, and I totally understand that. Sure, you he's do. Working on his second career, totally and that's, understand. And that's fine. I, I respect it. He's got a podcast. Uh, he's also, you know, he does the players' lounge from time to time on WIP. So when he wants to talk, we want to listen. Including this, how about this tidbit from Slay's podcast appearance? He talks about his future with the Eagles. We looked at his contract this morning. He only has this year left. After that, it, it all voids. So it's the final year of his deal. Here's Slay and his future with the Eagles. Of course, I want an extension with the Eagles. You know, I love the Eagles. Uh, they took another chance on me, man, um, trading for me. And uh, I panned out very well, of course. Uh, but, yeah, man, I love that I love that money. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, of course I'm going to be talking about this. Obviously, in this area, but that's what all we all do. You know, when uh, we got one year left when I did, we try to get an extension because, you know, makes the cap low. Yep. And then, you know, you can start building around the team because, you know, once you cap too high, you can't add more players. So, with me, you know, with my cap that high, yeah. I, I'm sure they probably want to you know, get it down. And uh, the best way to get it down is, you know, Give me some money. We, I'm with it, though, you know, but I love Philly, man. I, you know, I, I, I plan on staying on Philly, but, you know, if it don't, it don't happen. But uh, I know I got one year left here. It sounds to me like something's going to happen with Slay, right? He has a $26 million cap hit for the season. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money because they could use that cap room to, to use on all these guys, right? Yeah. So, to me, this either is an extension and they lower the cap number or they're going to move on. They're going to trade him. Yeah, and that, that's, the, that's the reality of the situation that we're looking at. He could be in potential in a situation. I, that's why we're talking about it. somebody might trade for him. Somebody might feel like, you know, they can resign him for, for a long term. This is all on Howie, like how there's some money to be moved around. And when you talk about Joe potentially having some money, some wiggle room to sign some other players, mm-hmm. that is a smart move to make. But do you want to make that move for a 32-year-old? Do you want to extend him, right? That yeah. means he's here for at least a couple more years. And you always wonder when that speed's going to go. 215-592-9494. lot to discuss here. And we'll give you the uh, the next updates on our, our big Twitter poll bracket with the WIP Midday Show, Free Agency Bonanza. Paul's in Northeast Philly. Hey, Paul. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good, hey, Paul. Hey, Hugh. Big fan, by the way. Hey, thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Hey, listen. I, I'm a draft geek. I've been a draft geek for over 30 years. And one thing I learned from Andy Reid, now everybody in the league does it, it's quarterback, left tackle, defensive ends, and cornerbacks. Everybody else expendable. And I, I don't like to say that, like, but that's how they play this game. So, like, even in a the draft, there's not one safety in the first round. Not one linebacker in the first round. There's only one running back in the first round. So I think... What I'm saying is, in the draft, 
I think the Eagles can get a safety later on down the line, but I have to take that defensive tackle and re-sign them, Hugh. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that because you, you win the game in the trenches. I mean, that, you're that's... Gonna, and you're going to lose a lot of guys on the line. Yeah. I think you're going you're gonna to lose three guys on the line. Yeah, well, and, you are, Paul, but the, the one fear I have, and, and, you're, and you're right about the, the way the draft goes, right? Teams kind of all think the same now, or at least a lot of them do in terms of value. But they do have some depth at defensive tackle. Like, they have Jordan Davis. They have Milton Williams, who was a third-round pick a couple years ago. At safety, Paul, if they lose Chauncey Garner-Johnson and Epps, man, we're talking about Reed Blankenship and you out there. Yeah, I think uh, – but, again, at that position, you could probably get the best safety in the second round coming out of the draft. Our Maybe. Fact, I know you can. Well, you know, but you could, but oh, we say that, but then what, what if the team ahead of you takes them? And then, like, what, what are we – like, it's, the draft is – there's also 32 teams vying for the same people. You don't know who you're going to get. It's all – you well, know, it's got to play out. Well, put it this way. There's four edge rushers. Now, get this. Four edge rushers and four quarterbacks and one corner before we pick. Yeah, I, I think we need to get Paul as our official uh, WIP draft correspondent on the midday show. But, Paul, you're, you're up on oh, your he, draft. Yeah, team. he owns his stuff now. Paying attention. Yeah, but anyway, like I said, it. You know, I would take the defensive tackle. I would not take a running back. I would not sign, even though he was a stud throughout his life. I would not sign a guy like that. I wouldn't even sign. To be honest with you, I wouldn't even put out all the money for a Saquon Barkley right now. Yeah, well, that's the kind of thing because he's younger. He's going to be looking for a big payday. And Paul, yeah, I mean, for the most part, I'm I'm with everyone who doesn't want to pay big money to running backs. Well, if Howard at twelve, I know he hates the idea of of paying running backs. Mm-hmm. I just I, sometimes there's outliers in, in all sorts of sports that are just different. And Derrick Henry's been different from the moment he got into got to the oh, NFL. No, no question about that. But I, I look at it like this: if, if I'm trying, it, like, because we're we're all speculating, we're all betting. This is this is like we're playing craps. Mm-hmm. We're at the crap table. I'm willing to bet because. We're talking about spending a lot of money because we're going to probably have to get Derrick Henry and re-sign him, you know, give him some money. I'm going to have to pay my quarterback. I'm thinking in a logical term where I can go out in this draft and get a young running back that I will have control over for like at least four to five years and, and, and see how he works out. What's his name? P- Pacheco. Like Pacheco for uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City Chiefs. Had a phenomenal Super Bowl. I don't, he, he's on his rookie contract. That's what people need to understand. When we're, when we're talking about making these moves and being a, a, a contender, you have to contend with younger players. That's what the NFL is now, especially when you talk about quarterbacks eating up all your cap room. Right. When, when you pay a quarterback, there's only so many other positions you could pay, right? So you got to choose, pick and choose where the money's going to go. And this, yeah. ain't, this ain't checkers. This is chess. That's right. And that's what we're doing. Well, like, because when, like, th- here's the thing I think a lot of people. When they look at somebody, they look at names and they get excited about what they potentially were when they were, you know, say Tennessee, Derrick Henry yeah. in Tennessee. Well, he was a star. Yeah, superstar. Derrick Henry's 29 years old. Why do you think they're trying to get rid of Derrick Henry? A couple of reasons. One, they probably think his best is behind him. <laughs> yes. And two, they, I think they realize they're about to go backwards. So why are we paying a running back yeah, if we're going to lose anyone? Yeah, why are we paying anyone? that much money? Yeah. Like, th- think about that. You know, you think you're getting a bargain. They thought the the, uh, the Falcons thought they were getting the bargain when they got Ty Gurley. Sure, and he was done. And he was done, done. That's that's the chance that you take. I get it. People like the fact they they like him on the team or whatever. But I can go out and I can get a comparable back in this draft and have him under control on a rookie deal for four to five years and save money. 
and still field a good football Well, team. you can. But you also only have so many picks, right? So if you use a pick on a running back, then you don't use a pick on a safety in a corner, yeah, right? Like, th- so th- that's, you, why, that's why it's, you got to be smart about the moves that you make. You it, have to be. And every, every move the Eagles make impacts the next one, right? If they spend money here, there's less money there. You know why I'm not worried about that? Because we got the GM of the year. Two, two years running. Executive, future Hall of Famer, how yeah, it goes. Come you, on bro. now. I so, got so, so make it work. I'm not worried about, see, listen, when you got a guy that's out there beating his chest and, and talking like that, money is, shouldn't be an issue because he knows how to make it work. That's literally his job. That's his job. <laughs> yeah, that, it is. And, and he's, for a lot of his tenure, he's done a really good job. Let's talk to Rob in Delco. Hey, Rob. Yo, what's up, Joe? What's up, Hugh? Hey, what's Rob. What's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, buddy? Uh, uh, listen, listen, first of all, Slay, he can go out the door with Gannon, okay? I mean, he, he figures he's the one to say something, you know what I mean? See, he, he, listen, don't get me wrong, he's a good player. Sure, he's a really good player. But I think his better days are behind him now. So we're not going to re-sign him. You know, and if we can save a little bit on the cap, and like you said, maybe draft a corner that's comparable and have him under control, just like you can save on a running back. It's the same concept with a cornerback, you know what I mean? So, Well, especially in a draft, Rob, where there, there could be a really good corner yeah. at number 10. That's possible. Yeah, so, well, you know, listen, Slay can go, he can go enjoy him in Arizona. He likes him that much. I hear it's 110 out there, but there's no humidity. You know what I mean? You don't sweat out there. You don't have to work, you don't have to work too hard. Now, so let's get to my Sixers here, all right? Yes. You know what I mean? I'm feeling a little bit good now. You know why, Joe? Uh, too, um, watching that game last night, it's like, what it was like watching an all-star game, especially in the first half when they almost scored 80 apiece. <laughs> I don't know if I enjoy that. I, I, I like it. But then I sound like a hypocrite because then I don't like it. You know what I mean? Well, like, I mean, you almost you can't take a breath. You you turn around and because there was no defense. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, no Rob, I, I was saying before the show in our, in our meeting, I, I think we've reached the point where these teams are just so efficient, right? They take a lot of threes. They get to the free throw line. It's like I don't know how you hold a team in the NBA to less than 100 points anymore. It feels impossible. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're getting that 100 mark by you know sometime in the third quarter. Or I know. Start in the fourth quarter, you know, and I don't know. Just maybe it'll change on the playoffs, Joe. I don't know. That's what they say. The playoffs are halfway yeah, game, so it's definitely going to change. Also, a lot of these games in March here, they play a lot. Like the, the, there's a lot of games, so maybe they're a little tired. But man, Rob, I tell you, I, I just did not expect James Harden yeah. to play this well. I, I just didn't. I thought last he had year a was a good couple games too. You're talking about assists last night. He almost 20. had a career high. Yeah, and I, they put a graphic up uh, yeah. last night: the most assists ever for a Sixer in a game. He's on the list. It was like him. Uh, Mo Cheeks it might have been Wilt, uh, and then he did it again last night. He's on the list twice now. He'll come down from the 140s to the 120s. Going to play all the time. You know what I mean? He'll trim it off a little bit. But I just like to see. I don't think we have the firepower that we can score like that. So I'm glad to see if we need to, we got some of that firepower. That if we play a Western Conference team that can put up some points like Dallas or one of these top teams that we can score with them. You know what I mean? So, right, Rob. What are you thinking here, free agents? Who's the number one for you? It's, uh, it's got to be the safety corner, John. Because he, he's, you know, I think it's harder to find these secondary guys. I don't think we have as much success with these guys. So I think we're better with draft alignment. So I'm more confident we can find alignment later in the first round or early second round. I'd rather get, keep the cornerback and maybe try to draft a defensive lineman. Um, I think we have better success with that. So give me Char- you know, Garner Johnson and, uh, you know, Hargrave can go. 30 years old, giving a guy 20 something million. Uh, yeah, Rob, it's interesting the way you frame that, and we, Rob, we appreciate it. Hugh, it's interesting because the Eagles have more success drafting defensive linemen. Like, you made the point earlier you could find a safety or a corner, mm-hmm. but they're better at drafting defensive linemen. They're, just, yeah. they're pretty good at it. Yeah, I think you have to look at this, and, and we're all speculating on the moves that Howie's going to make, and, and we're trying to, to see how he's going to make this team better because 
it's going to be you're going to lose either your defensive lineman or you're going to lose one of your secondary players. Mm-hmm. And then that becomes a priority as far as what you're going to draft with those first two picks in the first round. I think that's where you're kind of looking to see. And all of this, today and the next couple of days are going to be very important to see where the Eagles are, are going to, you know, I guess, you know, pick their spots. Because you're going you're, you're gonna to try to figure out, some of these guys might already be in negotiations. They might already be talking about contract extensions or, or staying here. But you're going to find out real soon what the temperature of the Eagles is in the next couple of days. Well, and how he's, the other thing how he's got to do is read the room, right? Like, got to, all right, how many teams are really going to offer a lot to my safety, right? There's, there's probably not 20 teams that are going to offer a safety $16 million. There might be five. So, like, you know, what's my competition there? Maybe I can, I can, I think I can get him back because there's not that big of a market for him. Hargrave, I would think he might have 15 teams knocking at his door. He's, a, he's a 11 sack defensive tackle. Yeah, and you look at this is what you do when you when you when you look at the needs of your team. You look at the needs and the the situation that other teams are in. Yeah, your big draft board. You say, okay, this team they have so and so on the contract. He might be out of the contract, so there might be a possibility. We look at him, he's still playing at a high level. We could potentially get that guy for whatever amount of money that you put on him because they, they, you know the team is not going to pay. Everybody's playing that game right now. Well, it's the same Everybody's thing with the draft, playing. right? Like how he's look. Eagles are the 10th pick, right? So nine picks ahead of them. None of us know the order, but you know what? How we can look at it and say, well, the Colts need a quarterback. Yeah. The, the, the Texas need a quarterback. You know, the, the, the Seahawks don't now because they signed Geno, right? He could kind of project it like, I, if I had a guess right now, I think four quarterbacks go ahead of the Eagles in the draft. All yeah. those guys. You know, because I was looking at, at the draft board, and it all depends on which draft board you look at. But those young guys, and, and, and the quarterback from Florida is skyrocketing. Uh, he's the, the guy. I, it's, it's so – that's why, for me personally, I never get too high or too low on these quarterbacks because going into this season, he was rated as probably the worst quarterback in the SEC. One of the worst. Will Levis was considered – at the beginning of the the football season, the most the most NFL ready quarterback, and now that has changed. When these teams get a hold of these young men and they get to talking to them and they they start salivating over the throws and mm-hmm. everything like that, all of these change. And 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 guess what? It's going to change on draft day for all the stuff and 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 all the reports that we're getting about how good these quarterbacks are and how this team is salivating, it always changes on draft day. It does. And someone falls in love with someone or someone trades up, it changes. Or somebody panics. Well, that's it. Um, it wouldn't shock me with Steichen in Indianapolis seeing what he did with Hurts. I could see them taking Richardson. They need, they need, a, they need a quarterback. Yeah. That and the unfortunate thing about that is he's going to play almost immediately. Has to. Has to. Well, they have nobody else there. They got nobody. Jack is in Feast River. What's up, Jack? Hey, how you guys doing? Welcome back to you. What's going on, Jack? How you doing today, man? Hey, all right. Um, more about Derrick Henry. I totally agree, agree with you that, uh, you know, in Tennessee with Tannehill, the offense ran through Derrick Henry. He was the offense. You know, and, and all, not to mention the wear and tear on his body. I just don't think he'd be a fit here, not for the money. Um, the guy I haven't heard much talk about since, since he became available is Leonard Fournette. I think he'd be the absolute perfect fit with the Eagles with that offense. I mean, he's a better receiver than Sanders. He's your short yardage back they've been missing to take away the, you know, the pressure on Jalen on those short yardage downs. I, I think he'd be the perfect fit. I don't know if you guys have heard much about that. Yeah, we, we threw it a little bit last week, Jack. I, I agree with you. I, I like him. The one thing, you know, as you kind of talk about him compared to Henry, he'd be cheaper. Obviously, he's a free agent, so you don't have to trade for him. And Jack... Uh, 
he kind of reminds me of LeGarrette Blunt. I could see him bouncing around over the next couple years. Uh, he's already been on, you know, obviously two teams, but I could see him bouncing around and helping teams one year at a time. I, I like the idea of Fournette. You, you know, yeah. you, when you think about talk about LeGarrette Blunt, how how much did he contribute the year that that he was a, the super on the Super Bowl run? Uh, so it, it's interesting. He started off and he wasn't getting many carries. Then mm-hmm. he got a lot. Then they traded for Jay Ajayi, mm-hmm. and, in, and he kind of fell off, right? The, Ajayi kind of took over more. But then in the playoffs, I, I, if I remember right, did Blunt get – how many yards did Blunt have in the Super Bowl? He had a big game. He had – yeah, he had the touchdown. The long touchdown. Yeah, pretty long touchdown. Yeah, it was the Merrill – the train is in the end zone. Yes, yes. Yeah, Jack, he was, he was a contributor, I'll say. I'll use that. Not a big contributor, but he certainly helped them win that Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, I would like to see him here. Jack, I'm in. Um, now we'll see how much that kind of thing costs. Jack, we appreciate it. It, I, it won't surprise me, Hugh, if they attack running back in two ways. One, they draft someone, right? They're going to draft a running back. And two, I think they'll sign some sort of veteran. I'm not sure how much they're going to pay, what level it is, Fournette. I don't know, but it feels like they could add a, a veteran running back to this match. Yeah, but he has to make he has to make sense, you know, because when you talk about letting Miles Sanders go, I, I don't think that you're going to go back back in the market and pay a ton of money. For another running back. I doubt it. You, you consider him a tremendous upgrade. A tremendous upgrade. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I mean, they just they haven't. I mean, the last time they, they spent real money on a running back was DeMarco Murray, and that turned out to be a disaster. But that was that was Chip Kelly. It wasn't even a Howie move. Patrick is up here on WIP. What's up, Patrick? Patrick. Hey, guys. How's it going? What's going on, Patrick? Hey, Patrick. Hey, uh, just on Henry quickly, uh, I think we've touched on a lot, but, you know, he's he would take the pressure off of Jalen. I think that would be great. He's enticing from that perspective. But, you know, our offense is really RPO-oriented and edge-oriented, and that's just not it between the tackles. It just doesn't seem like a good fit. Yeah, I do wonder if he's a tackle, but you're right. And you I mean, had mentioned RPO in, yeah. in Alabama. So, I mean, I look at it like this. In order for me to, to justify – because I'm looking at it in two ways. You're going to have to, when you when you trade for Derrick Henry, I'm pretty sure you're going to have to give him a nice little chunk of change. In order to justify that, you're going to probably have to have 25 to 30 carries a game. And I don't, I, don't, I don't think that they're willing to do that because that kind of hinders your quarterback's growth, in my opinion, and, and the vertical passing game. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it changes I mean, it. The offense yeah. is centered around Jalen, right? I mean, that's. And it's going to be when you pay a guy fifty million. I mean, it has well, to. Like you, yeah. you pay a quarterback that kind of money, man. I yeah. want him. To- I want him throwing the ball. Yeah, absolutely. What are you thinking here, absolutely. Patrick uh, Hargrave, CJ? Who, who do you want back if you only pick one? Yeah, I, I really like Hargrave. That the draft guru was really good, right? The the guy who called yeah. a couple times. You know, we got a, a defensive tackle with eleven sacks. It's all inflated, yes, because we had so many great pass rushers, but still. You don't go down a list very far and see a defensive tackle with 11 sacks. Uh, we're losing a ton of snaps with Cox and, and Joseph and a dominant. And, they, you know, we're left with Milton and Jordan, and I hope they really improve. You know, I fell in love with Jordan again when I saw they in the combine they had him run in that 4 four seven three forty. For a 355-pound guy. It's Unbelievable. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, he, he's such it a great athlete, and now now hopefully we get to see him in a bigger role, which I, I think he will. I mean, I thought he played pretty well before. That ankle injury felt like it set him back a lot this past season. I, I agree 100%. I think, you know, you hate to lose Chauncey. He's young, uh, but it's just easier to plug. And I'm going to, you know, you brings it up all, all the time. It's a symbiotic relationship between the – 
the, the front guys and the back guys, right? And uh, I, I just think it's easier to plug. You, it, you know, it's a down. We're going to go down a little probably in, in defensive backfield. Oh, yeah, but no, without a question, Patrick. Yeah. We, and we appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I mean, the, the question is where the Eagles put their resources. I mean, they're both good players, right? Yeah. Like, this is They're, they're going to probably lose a really good player. Speaking of Javon Hargrave, he just put up a tweet about uh, 10 minutes ago. One week away, and then he's got a couple of emojis. It looks like a uh, like the teeth chattering, and mm-hmm. then like the crying. Does that mean he's uh, he's sad? No, that means he's about to get paid. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know what the crying means. Is he is it happy tears? Is, about to, is it see all the money he's about to get? <laughs> yeah, but I'm about to get paid so much. <laughs> well, I mean, you look at every list of free agents. He, okay, he's ranked oh. as a top three or four free agent in <laughs> yes. the NFL. Yes, that's why he's looking at. It. He's sitting back saying he's probably uh, looking at the car catalog right now. Probably going to get him a. <laughs> Figure out where he's trying to stay and what he want to drive. Yeah, you think he gets the car now or he waits for the payday? You wait, you wait till the payday. Yeah. You probably afford that blouse that Fletcher Cox You better get that blouse. Give me some blouses how made. Much, how much do we think that blouse costs? Give me a little costs? halter tops. Is that, is that's that that a, a custom blouse. That's an expensive blouse. That's a, that, that looks like, what is that, like uh, silk? <laughs> velvet? What's I think that, the, like a velvet blouse? The most mind-blowing part is that it's probably way more expensive than I it can is. afford. I, like, I would like, like seriously, all Joe side, I want to see <laughs> the shirt because... I wonder if it's got little straps on the side, or is it like is it like spandex at well, the Well, you top were wondering there? how you get into the shirt, well, right? Yeah, because yeah. I wonder how how like and then you got the little thing you button on to the side. You do the snap on the side. I'm just wondering. <laughs> I would have to imagine it was custom fitted for a guy his size. Yeah, you can't go in the store and get those. <laughs> right. I show. Sure yeah, you guys have any glasses in my size? <laughs> I show. Sure hope he ain't listening. So right we, uh, Kyle, posted the picture of of Michael Strahan with uh, Fletcher <laughs> with the blouse, and I'm just looking at some of the comments here. I blame him in this outfit for the, for the reason the defense yeah. sucked. Oh man, they are killing. Yeah, and someone said that is definitely. You, but a blouse. you wear. Listen, you wear that outfit, dog. You gotta have thick skin because you know it's coming. Like somebody, like the salvos, they might not come as quickly, but they're coming. Well, like I mean, dudes talking about, hold up, dog. Well, all you need is the granny hat. It's a month later, we're still talking about this blouse. Man, that blouse I would like. contend that if you go into the Super Bowl wearing that outfit, you have to no, win. No, they the had some Must pictures win, yeah. with, with, where they actually put the hat on him, and he looked like the church lady. <laughs> no. Like they had the matching hat, he looked like the church I mean, if Mahomes saw that, it was a wrap before the game. No, but yeah. don't, listen, I will say this. These, these young men on this team, they take chances with their outfits, and some of them are hit or some of them miss. But, hey, that's, that's fashion. In well, a nutshell. Speaking of fashion, up next with us, Howard Eskin's going to join us. 215-592-9494. We'll run through our bracket with him. Get his thoughts on everything. Spring training, Sixers, Eagles, free agency, maybe an update on Andrew Painter. All coming up. 215-592-9494. Gardner Johnson or Hargrave? You only have one free agent. Who do you want back for the Eagles? And we'll discuss the Derrick Henry. Lot, lot to discuss here. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio, Sports Radio 94 WIP.